Welcome to Project Sound Soul. This is episode three, and I have with me my friend Rohan. Hey, Rohan, what's up? Hello, Vibhav. I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, I'm awesome. How you been holding up during the virus and the lockdown and everything? I mean, this is pretty okay. It's just a a new way of life, I guess. This is yeah the second month of me staying at home. The first month, I didn't really have any. work as such there's just a few academic assignments and stuff and that was over but so that month i was pretty jobless actually yeah, yeah i did i i didn't i wasted a lot of time and i mean now when i think about it that it the uh, me wasting time did lead to me you know putting in a lot of more uh, putting in effort into making a timetable and following a routine and stuff but yeah I mean, it's fine like as for as of now i started interning and Yeah, it's been pretty busy and it's actually much harder turning from home because you don't really have anybody. Even though you can, you know, always reach out to them, email them, and call them, it's not the same as being with them and them clearing your doubts, like my mentors and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a new experience, I would say. Even for me, I guess the first initial few weeks, I would say, I mean, an easy three to four weeks of the when the lockdown started. I think I was up till almost three to four a.m. every night. and you know i think i watched the entirety of netflix i started wasting so much time i even downloaded a few games on my laptop i was playing so many did games you, did you have to go to work like once a week or something yeah i mean yeah once a week i did have to go to work but uh, again it's oh, a hardware wow. job and they can't really give me a lot of work from home so <laughs> only for the one day my sleep cycle would be fixed um and the other system yeah, how do you do that <laughs> yeah what i did was see i had two options right to sleep the to sleep any uh, to to fix any sleep cycle there are two ways either you sleep very little like you know you you sleep at like 4am and get up at like 9am or 8am or you sleep quite a lot so i chose the second option i mm-hmm. just slept so much that it fixed my cycle like i i kept extending my uh, sleep wow. time to the point where it kind of corrected itself so it was, it was it was working out for me that system you know oh my god yeah, <laughs> you know bi- you. you know you know in binary numbers they call the stack overflow thing like you keep filling up the yeah. bits and then you have no other bit but then it is resets to zero yeah <laughs> yeah so that's basically that's the same logic i applied in like fixing my sleep wow. cycle <laughs> wow yeah it actually makes sense when you put it that way I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is this is this is computer science that I'm using to you know fix life problems. That's you no, know, that's. I think this is uh, this is how I would have seen myself. Like you know, this is how a college student should approach life. You know, use whatever like knowledge they've gained in their books to apply to real life. So I feel like I am you know right there up like a grade A student in terms of like a, like you know the entire college experience. I think I've mastered it at this point. Like what college is for, I've mastered it. Wow. <laughs> Yo, if only you were as perfect as a machine, things would have been much much easier. Yeah. Shit man, emotion always gets in the way. I swear I wish you know there yeah. could be there could there could be a mechanism or a process by which humans could be bereft of all emotions. Things would be so much more easier. I'm pretty sure yeah, that would, that would make things so much more easier. Really being yeah. like 100% rational. Yeah, it's not about rationality. It's about you know doing all kinds of wrong stuff without any of the guilt. That's how I see it as like a lack of complete empathy. Because oh. I feel like to to succeed right now you need to have like zero empathy. So you know, 
I really wish I could. I'm, I, I feel like I'm getting there slowly, but I'm still not quite there yet. So a bit disappointed in myself. That's one more thing. I'll definitely work on it. I need to work on my empathy. I have too much of it, I think, at this point. So you're going to tone it down quite a lot over the coming years, hopefully. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what to say about that, but I'm pretty sure it's not a great idea. I will see. See, you take the empathy route, I take the lack oh, yeah. of empathy route, and then we'll meet 10, 15 years later and see, like, who has more money. <laughs> or, you know, who's... Yeah, just uh, like three idiots, let, let's find a exactly, role. Exactly, exactly. Either that or whose life companion is going to be um, more, uh, let's just say, attractive. Like, those are my two measures of success. <laughs> wow. <laughs> cool. So... Okay, do you have any thoughts on the entire coronavirus situation, like what the world's going through right now and everything? Okay, thoughts. So, you know, actually, it's pretty, like, it, it's kind of funny, like, you know, think about this, you convincing yourself, like, maybe last year, that there's actually this virus outbreak that's going to happen and the whole of the world is going to literally shut down. I mean, it's not shut down, shut down, but everyone's at home. And I probably would never believe myself even if it was the future me coming and telling me this because it's just so hard to believe but it actually happened like it's very surprising that you know nobody actually was ready for this that's very true when you start when you talk about preparedness especially from i don't know from our governments we expect like a plan everyone needs to be prepared for a crisis you know you can't predict the crisis but when it comes you need to be able to land on your own two feet and I think that at this point in time, it's pretty obvious who had a plan and who didn't have a plan. I mean, <laughs> but like, it's also um, seeing, you know, this coronavirus situation is kind of, it shows that when you choose a leader the next time or when you're electing somebody and giving them responsibility, it's not just, you shouldn't be exactly very emotional or just because you're connected to the party or stuff like that. It should be mainly seeing the person's qualifications and their ability to make decisions over their past. So I think, or, or let's say not past, but the party they're coming from or where they're coming from. The problem arises there and right. Politics is not about what you are. Politics is all about what you seem to be. And that's where it's, it's very easy to fool people. I, I think I spoke about this as well before as well. I, I was talking about mm-hmm. the entire fake news thing. I think I did that yeah. in the previous episode. Yeah. And like, it's so easy to fool people at this point. The irony is the internet was supposed to make us more informed, more aware, and more like, I don't know, more connected with each other. And I feel like we've come to the point where we're the most disconnected with each other, we're most misinformed. And maybe in previous generations, we thought that, you know, because people didn't have access to information, they were stupid. But I think at this point, we can say with complete certainty people are just stupid there's no there's no reason behind <laughs> that it's just how we're wired but okay that's yeah that's I mean, there. it's kind of sad i guess yeah. i guess it's sad this doesn't apply to the entirety of humanity at this point but i feel like yeah if we don't learn from this then i really don't think there's any hope <laughs> it makes sense yeah because this is basically a big trial in a way and you know you can actually think of it as another way you can think of this as natural selection you know in a very weird mm. way like those who are prepared those yeah, who I are thought of this yeah those who, those who are smarter i guess in a way or those actually you know smarter isn't the right term those who aren't dumb i think that's a better way to put it those who aren't <laughs> like outright stupid would live through this 
so moving on this lockdown do you think it's you personally has the lockdown was it a boon or do you consider it a bane for you i would say it has been more of a boon to me than a okay. bane because i mean assuming that like if i didn't have a lockdown i wouldn't exactly spend a lot of time because during this lockdown i've been spending a lot of time thinking about a lot thinking about a lot of things i could implement and ways to work on myself and that is something i don't really do that very often but getting so much time on your hand like yes you do get bored a lot but that's when you realize how can i make the best out of this time and that is something i've been doing a lot and i think that is one of the good things for this lockdown and i believe is not just me but a lot of the people in the world have been doing this which is great like smarter people and healthier people is what we want but personally if you ask me i mean yes if there was no lockdown there could have been a lot of things i would have achieved but honestly let's be real i've there was no lockdown for the past 20 years and if i had to do it i would have done it or at least i would have done something about it but now getting this opportunity is is really eye opening yeah so it's a good change i would say that's pretty cool i do not think many people would see it that way it's good that you are seeing it like that no i mean initially yes like i said i wasted a lot of time but then i mean eventually you realize that okay there is something wrong and i just can't face time like this and i think i should do something about it and yeah, again, once you realize that then it's good the, I, i you know what i think i think that everyone reaches that stage but not everyone would uh, actually use that to their advantage i feel like many people would at least right now although i might be biased cuz i've only spoken to people around me but i feel like everyone mm-hmm. has reached that stage to a certain extent where they know that okay look i need to do something useful i need to like you know i can't waste this much time but they still end up doing that so the fact that you're still trying to work on yourself after that and you said you have so like i i think that's pretty great man i hope you continue it so i mean there definitely might be times where you feel a bit demotivated in those times let's say someone's feeling really mm-hmm. low and they've just feel like you know what beep it i'm just going to watch netflix the entire day i don't want to do anything productive let's say like someone gets in that phase let's say you get in that phase what would you do one reason major would be the reason why i'm feeling so low so i'll probably try to tackle the reason why i'm feeling sad and uh, secondly it would be said i've been trying to think very rationally emotions are good but then you need to know where to put a limit on it so when you think about it rationally like is it actually going to be productive or not so that's second way and third main thing keeping me motivated throughout my long term goals so like that itself gives me a lot of motivation to you know get up and do something important or do something productive or useful and not just waste time so in in a word if i had to sum it up remove emotion from this am i right <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be successful you need to remove emotion I mean that's how I say to be successful remove emotion yeah uh, I mean you just got said right your second point your second point was that you know you need to stop letting uh, if you're feeling you need to stop letting emotions coming in or this you need to think rationally about your long term goals visualize it and then at while you'll be more productive so the See, key how to being successful is how what you phrase it as uh, be more rational nah see that's uh, i would like to phrase it in a different way remove emotion to be successful <laughs> 
this is this is this is this podcast is basically me pushing my agenda we're going to we're going to end that on that note you know to be successful remove all traces of emotion from yourself and that's that's how you that's how i you can't fight against the host <laughs> right let's move on to another question what is your theory on the bermuda triangle oh my god okay so i had honestly let me say i had no idea what this whole bermuda triangle thing was and then i looked it up a lot and <laughs> yeah my theory i am really lost like i didn't even know this thing existed before like a few days ago wait really mm. the bermuda triangle it's like one of the biggest mysteries out there yeah 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 I, i've heard about it but i never actually took the time to think about it or go into detail and then i did it is this really weird <laughs> i know right yeah is this is i don't know what is up with it like is this so weird and i mean so so i did read a come across an article where scientists explained the bermuda triangle mm-hmm. and they just said that all, all of these whatever happened was bad calculation of all the pilots and blah 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 but really, really the amount of yeah, ships yeah, and flights said. lost it can be bad calculation they said bad weather and bad calculation at the same time but that is i don't think so that well, makes sense that's like statistically almost very very improbable correct so what do you think is going on over there even if theory <laughs> might okay. be completely outlandish it's fine like what do you think is going on over there it's somehow connected to illuminati because it's a triangle okay that's a so the headquarters of illuminati is that cuz think about it if there was a secret society that exists on the earth given the technology we have right now bermuda triangle uh-huh. is the most probable place for the secret society to have its you know headquarters or something like that's one of the most unexplored places on the earth i'm pretty sure there are many others but like even though everyone knows about it no one's going to go near that place or try to map it out so i like your illuminati theory do you really think illuminati would want that kind of attention and bring people towards it Okay, maybe it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I have. I mean, what is your theory? Oh, I feel like there's gonna be a mini wormhole over there or something, like a small, teeny, tiny wormhole. A wormhole the size of a tennis ball would have enough power to suck the entire the the entirety of Earth into it, I guess. Because you know, I think that's a great. Wait, didn't you didn't you hear this from like um, Interstellar or something? I guess I'm not sure where I heard it from. I really don't know. But all I know is that. it's a, it could be a teeny tiny wormhole like you know the size of the size of like 100th of your thickness of your hair i'm not sure something like that and that could like you know make all make, explain everything over there the electronic the electromagnetic disturbances you know the crazy visibility everything would sort of make sense yeah. teeny tiny wormhole to look another another earth too so it's like you know a mirror dimension of our dimension I mean I guess it makes sense because at this point nobody knows so every think- theory does make sense you can't just reject something cool so I'm going to still so your answer is still going to be illuminati headquarters right <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's free real estate no one could, no one no one's going to compete with you it makes profit exactly. to illuminati to you know like get get their you know get their rave on over there or not you know get their rave on Like maybe the Bermuda Triangle is just a huge rave party that's been going on for like centuries, hosted by the Illuminati. What about that? Underground, 
Like in the ocean, really? In the ocean, yeah. Like you know, get a get like a lot of submarines, and you know whoever like crosses over your terrain, just shoot them down with a ion beam or something like out of those sci-fi movies. I'm pretty sure, man. The Illuminati is just having a rave party over there. Like that's that's the that's the answer. They have been partying a lot then, <laughs> for a very long time. Yeah, man. Perks of being a secret society. No one can tell you when to stop partying. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is there. Okay, let's move on to the next question. What's one thing that you've always believed in, but you know, as a kid, you always believed in it, but mm-hmm. you older and one day you realize, oh shit. what i've been told or what i thought was right was completely wrong like you know so anything like that yeah well well okay when i was you know when you're really small i mean fortunately i had i mean for me my parents were like an example and so you think that they are kind of perfect but then when you grow up and realize that we're all humans and there is a lot of imperfection that's when it really strikes you and then that is one of the major changes it's it's something strikes you during puberty or even before that and you realize that wow everyone has imperfections do you want to know what i thought was completely true but turned out to be a lie go on that as a grown up i could be happy oh <laughs> wow <laughs> right like if there was a fun to age like xy graph then the fun would steadily steadily increase okay then it would kind of drop down during high school right and then it would mm-hmm. peak again at college like years 1 and 2 and then after that after year 2 of college it's a steady steady slope downhill like there is no coming back up from it once you get married and have kids it's like below the x graph it goes into the negative because you're living on the happiness of the memories you had before like year to college to live on your life that's how sad life becomes at least according to me i uh, i yeah <laughs> i wouldn't exactly deny it also it is it is very true yeah let's go to the next question you see magical glowing mushrooms while on a daily run and um you decide to boil and eat them and it turns out that those magical mushrooms give you one superpower what superpower would you want to have okay firstly finding magical mushrooms and boiling them and eating them yeah is this very weird but suppose this happens i really want to get the okay so a lot of superpowers are really i don't think they're practical but the power of flight is something i would really want like getting the ability to fly in the sky is something i would want i think it would be really you cool think the power of flight is practical no it's not no as in like okay so now ability to read people's minds i don't want that like i don't want i don't want to know what's going in another person's mind like like, like that's for them like let's just let them have that and then being invisible and stuff teleporting Dude, teleportation is awesome. Really? Yeah, I don't have to get up and charge my phone. I can just teleport to you know the charging station, teleport back to my bed. Like that's the. Okay, one. okay. Think about this. You are lying on your bed, right? With you're not. You have no. You're not really using a lot of your muscles. Everything is relaxed, and suddenly you teleport into a standing up state. You're gonna collapse down, Viva. No, I would like. See, I mean, my point is, it will take up a lot of. It will 
like it is not your solution of getting you know not being lazy or no actually the solution of being able to be lazy and do work see, see i think i'll, I'll tell you how it require a lot of okay then we need to talk about the science of teleportation and i'll i'll tell you exactly why teleportation would be the coolest thing and the best and the most practical thing ever first of all how would you teleport have you thought about that the only way that humans have figured out is like the fastest way to travel is through wormholes right if you go through a wormhole you can literally cross millions of light years in less than a second wormholes are basically space time which have been bent in like really weird shapes and stuff so you can travel across them okay if you had the power of teleportation that would mean that each molecule in your body is vibrating yeah. at such a high intensity that at any given moment in time they can break the space time barrier and you know go to anywhere anywhere that it wants to go that would be one way where you could teleport so if your like body your motion is in such a, uh, is under such constant stress at all given moments of time that means like like teleportation will basically mean your body can handle large amounts of stress so getting from a sleeping position to a standing upright position would be nothing compared to the uh-huh. enormous amount of stress your body already goes through on a daily basis teleporting so the very fact that you can teleport would mean that you can handle anything like muscle change wise right yeah okay so you would want flight because you know flight like think about it rationally flight is something you really need like everything is getting so congested and all you have the power of flight you can just when you need a break take a break you're being eco friendly no pollution nothing just just minding your own business nice wow rohan Ro- Ro- you have, you have single handedly you have single handedly stopped global warming by making sure your carbon emissions are stopped like you know forget about all the like the numerous factories and vehicles and all of that stuff going on in the world you one singular person who probably has you know what two glasses of water per day or something okay no actually two liters of water per day but anyway you one single human being out of a population of 7 billion because you stopped you know using the metro not even the car the metro to your workplace or college have single handedly eliminated global warming congratulations how does that make you feel that is definitely not what i meant but yeah. i thought yeah that i don't know you just don't have to wait anymore waiting is a major issue so if you have flight just fly dude if you have okay again then you can just take teleportation i don't know i, I feel is teleportation is 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 this overpowered you have too much power like it has to be a, there has to be a limit teleportation is way too much power i mean so if you say invisibility alone is too much power mind reading too much power and then when you have too much power too much of anything is not good that's like one of the things i really believe in so yeah i feel too much power will not you you will eventually give up or you wouldn't want it anymore you'll get tired of it so you need something to keep it fun and also just yeah i mean it's it's, it's a useful thing right flying think about it Okay, if you say so, it's not like we've invented aeroplanes, but fine. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm, I shall understand the logic at all. It's I'm, not that kind of. It's not I'm that gonna, kind of flying. It, I'm, I'm gonna give like, it. I'm, I'm just. You get it. You get it. I'm gonna give this to you. Fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, if you could live in the universe of a TV show or movie, which one would it be? 
dude yeah this question how oh my god i i it's so hard to actually like actually think of one i mean not that i have many options but then is really hard to choose this like i i was going through your other episodes also and like even the previous episode your friend found it really hard to answer and damn i i spent so much time thinking and i still couldn't come up with the answer but now can I'm i make a guess a can i make a guess uh huh sure 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 can i make a guess <laughs> go ahead passion of the christ bro <laughs> <laughs> You have your main man Jesus right over there. Why wouldn't you want to live in the universe? <laughs> ah, come imagine, on! Like, imagine, imagine you, so have, imagine you have flight. Okay, the power of flight, and then you you live in like Passion of the Christ. You can take on all those dumbass Romans all together at once, and you know you and your homie Jesus could like party twenty four seven after that. No, why do you want to party twenty four seven? You'll get bored of it. I feel like Jesus would be a very chilled out dude. You know, he has no anxiety, no depression, nothing. He would know the all the answers of the universe. Like, like why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to party with Jesus? I'm pretty sure Jesus is also not against marijuana, so you probably could hit up a joint together as well. I'm just saying, man. Ah, wow. Ah, uh, sure. I don't know how exactly that feels. right now but i hope i do in the future you know actually i think i'll go for racket ralph yeah it's just this that's going to be fun yeah i feel it's going to be really fun that answer basically entitles you to live in any video game ever made yeah and and that gives me a lot of choices yeah quite a lot of them would you rather have all the time in the uh-huh. world or all the knowledge in the world Oh yeah this is actually an easy one it's definitely going to be all the knowledge in the world because like time but you is all, but you wouldn't have all the time to make sure you can use that knowledge so like you just keep procrastinating so much that eventually like you're not going to make the you best out of it so i think you need to have like a deadline or you need to know that there is an end and that will you know be the reason why you're going to make the best out of what you have and having the best knowledge in the world I mean that's that's enough to conquer like everything actually okay that's true fair enough fair enough so what's the sweetest thing anyone has ever done for you um exclude family so it could be a stranger it could be a friend but what's the sweetest thing anyone has ever done for you like you know you think about it and you're like oh my god that was such a awesome thing to do for me dude honestly this is another question where i have absolutely no idea like it's not that people have not been good to me everyone's has been too good but okay. it's also like you know i mean that is like such a cliche answer like everyone's been too good and everyone's so sweet and blah 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 it's cliche because it's false like there's definitely one like everyone there's definitely one person who's nicer than you know everyone so yeah who's that's the sweetest oh, thing ever done wow like you could you, no, you but on for example for example you could say like, you know one one of your friends like really really charismatic and handsome guy called you over for you know host like to be a guest on his podcast 
you know, that could be a really sweet thing someone has done for you. Just, just giving an example out there, not to put words in your mouth, but like, yeah. Oh, but actually, you don't really have to be charismatic and this thing also to call me. If you call me for a podcast, I am damn grateful. Like I was so shocked when you said and I was like, wow, do I deserve? So yeah, we were, that was very sweet of you. <laughs> but yeah. like, honestly, I really don't know what is like, I, I don't know if I'm being ungrateful to people and not actually remembering what they've done. Or is it just that people have been so nice? But is this... I don't know, dude. This is damn hard. It's okay. Can I just for for the record? Can you put your Can I put your answer down? Like just for the record, purely that it was um, a certain friend of yours who invited you over for a podcast. Like you know, I can I can pull that. Or like like how are we? Yeah, like this this certain really nice friend who's also a senior invited me. You know, just to emphasize on that. Oh my God! I I read. I honestly forget sometimes that you know, I, like I'm a senior to you. That's a good thing, you know. It's a compliment, okay? Yeah. Like by one, like honestly, we are the same age, we were. So. Oh right, we kind of are. We definitely are. <laughs> yeah, we are. No, but yeah, we were. What about you? Do you have like a answer? I mean, I believe you do. About what? What has what is the sweetest thing someone has done to you, excluding your family? This isn't. This isn't. I wouldn't call it sweet. I guess. Like I. I don't. I don't. I don't. Like sweet is a very not a word I would Kiddie use. Tone. Right. But I guess there was this friend of mine, like really long back, in I think around ninth or tenth. And she gave me a pen drive filled with like songs, a lot of pop and indie songs. And uh-huh. yeah, I think that like she got me into music completely. Like she is the oh. first person who ever got me into music and she showed me some really, really amazing music. So like, that's one of the, Damn. I don't know, like again, it's, it's not sweet per se, but you know, she took the time out. She got those songs and it had a huge effect on my life. Like my music taste right now, and music is like a very, very, very huge part of my life. So, like you don't see me yeah, no doubt. without my headphones. That's how exactly. That's how important it is to me. So I guess that you're known got, for having your headphones around, exactly with you so, all the time. Yeah. So I guess that would be one of the most best things that ever happened to me in life. It I wouldn't call it the best, but one of the best things that's ever someone has ever done for me. That would be that's like really a, cool. Yeah, I guess. So, anything else you want to ask me? Uh, I mean, like, oh, um, I remembered. Ask for the universe of a TV show or movie which I would like to be in. Uh huh. It's a two way tie. There's one TV show and there's one movie. The movie okay. is, the universe is definitely Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is oh, amazing. Actually, nice. You have the force, you have lightsabers, yeah. you have freaking Yoda. Like, oh my God, Star Wars is amazing. And everything happens in space and shit. It's, it's just so good. And the TV show, although it's not, okay, it, this is an animated TV show, but I would love to uh-huh. be in the universe of Avatar, the last airbender. Oh. So with, you know, the oh, four nice. elements bending and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. it's, that would be like a very interesting world to live in. So yeah, 
either of these would love it. One is technologically advanced and one is like magically advanced. <laughs> if you could. Damn. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about what fictional character would you bring to reality from a TV show or a movie? If you had the choice. Wait, can, what, 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 what would your answer be to that? Then I'll, then I'll answer yours. Cause I don't think. <laughs> Dude. I, oh, okay. So my answer, like I thought about it, I think someone like, um, yeah, I would probably bring Forrest Gump to real life. Oh my God. That would be super cool. Yeah, I, 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 that is, that's going to be like, it, it's going to be an like actual legend. Dude, Forrest Gump. Oh, damn, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's my answer. What about yours? Um, fictional character. Let's think about this. Reality. I mean, off the top of my head, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. That's a but really good one. That's a good one, but I feel like, a, like I don't know. There needs is too cliche. Too cliche, yeah. It's too cliche. Uh, so right. In, give me a minute, a moment. Uh, oh my God! Why is this mm-hmm. so hard? <laughs> it is so hard, right? Uh, wait, think, think. Fictional character. Oh, oh, this is Rita really Frohan. Shit! Like there are so many answers. It is there, damn hard. But I can't choose between any of them. I, I think you might wanna. Speak him out loud, then we can decide. Okay, so there's Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. You wouldn't know about him, but he's one of my. Ah, uh, yep. You know about him? Uh, I don't. I I know Full Metal Alchemist is like a big thing and stuff, but I don't really know him. He's so. my he's my all-time favorite fictional character, like all-time favorite. Wow. Okay. Second would be I mean Rick from Rick and Morty. Like holy shit. Holy shit, the implications of that character would be amazing. For all we know, there is actually a Rick in, you know, in a different earth. So like, yeah, but the Rick from (laughs) um, Sherlock Holmes, as I already said, then there's uh, Castle Mm -hmm. from Castle. Have you seen Castle? No, I haven't seen Castle. I didn't know Castle was actually a name of a character, but cool. Oh, dude, Castle's a beautiful TV show. You should watch it. It's it's so cool. Um, Right. So I'll put it on my list. Yeah, then there's um, Bojack Horseman. Oh, really? Yeah. Bojack Horseman is down. Why? Why? I would just want Bojack Horseman mm-hmm. to live in my in, uh, live in this universe because I would love reading the newspaper articles. Like, finally, we would have one more guy who's more of an idiot than Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait, I found it. I, I, I have my answer. I have my answer. I have my answer. Okay. Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Oh, oh the, the, the doctor who bring, makes the car and stuff. Yeah. We would finally have time travel. So like, yeah. Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that, that movie, that whole series was amazing. You've seen Back to the Future? Yeah, all three of them. Yeah, dude, that's one of my favorite sci-fi series ever. It's pretty- yeah, it's amazing. It's too good. Hmm. Cool. So, anything else you want to ask me? Nope, that's all I have for you. Okay. Um, let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. I enjoyed it quite a lot.
thanks a lot for having me it was a honor and yeah see you soon cool bye man have a good day bye bye